Pandemonium reigns. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, Pandemonium reigns. Thank you for tuning in for letting us tickle your ears. I'm Dan. He's Mike. Man, the hair, my boy. The hair. If you're listening on podcast, you can't hear. My mama used to say, "I can't hear your head shake, boy." Uh, <laughs> over here whipping them things, and um, it's it's a it's it's like Rapunzel and Thor had a baby, and out came Walker. So here you sit, um, and and basking behind you the power T. So I just. My tractor's getting revved is what's happening. <laughs> I thought for a second you were going to say uh, Rapunzel and like Joe Dirt, so I'm really, really honored that you went Thor. Um, Easter time will be two years since a true haircut has been had. Um, you know, I'm just going to see where, what happens here, but I appreciate yeah. your kind words. And, yeah, man. And glad to be back in your ears. I'm here for you. I'm a man of the people. I'm here for you, baby. I'm here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. Why do we always ask you? Because it does wonders for us. It helps us so much. Today, what we got on deck is basically talking Jim Harbaugh. What does it mean for the Chargers? What does it mean for college football? Where does it leave Michigan? Who are the candidates? Who are the ones that they should consider? Because we have an opinion. And then we'll just shut it down. We'll kiss you goodbye. We'll kiss you goodnight. And uh, we'll leave you in a much better place than we found you. Here we go. Jim Harbaugh. Officially now the head coach of the, almost said it, Los Angeles Chargers. Not the San Diego Chargers. Almost said it. <clears throat> head coach of the, uh, I almost said it again, of the <laughs> Los Angeles Chargers. And I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this. I'll just I'll just begin by saying this. I'm gonna let you speak. I'm gonna let you tap tap in on this. <clears throat> um, I really like this marriage here, Harbaugh and the Chargers. I like this a lot. What do you think about this? I hate to see him leave Michigan, frankly. Um, no, 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 not yet. Not that yet. Not that yet. We'll just through the perspective of the Chargers. Love it from the Chargers' perspective. Oh. Uh, you know, it was. It was a quick up and down in San Francisco, what, 10-plus years ago now? I mean, yeah, he's, he's not been gone for 10 years, but he arrived there more than 10 years ago now, and it's crazy to think about. You know, we saw him get the, at that point for sure, the best out of, that anyone had gotten out of Alex Smith yeah. before things transitioned to Colin Kaepernick, and he had a few couple good years uh, before, you know, other things happened. Uh-huh. Uh, if, I, if I'm the Chargers – and Justin Herbert is my quarterback. I love this move, man. I mean, seriously, think about the growth that he's had at quarterbacks at every level, all the big wins that he's had along his career now, especially coming off the national championship in the college ranks. He's got one more goal, my friend, to check off, and that is to hoist none other than the Lombardi Trophy. That's his only goal as a coach that he's not achieved. He's reached other heights. I mean, he's reached the Super Bowl where he faced off with his brother. Um I love this if I'm the Chargers, especially for Justin Herbert. Are there any other coaches outside of Jimmy Johnson who have hoisted a college football national championship and the, and the Lombardi? Because I'm drawing a blank. And if Harbaugh can achieve that, that's going to put him in a serious category. That's going to put him in some, some very rarefied air. I mean, 
obviously the world, you know, the world just from the time that Jimmy Johnson did it to the times that Steve Spurrier and Nick Saban tried it and failed gloriously. Um, you know, Harbaugh was a successful college coach before he took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. You know, I mean, he's he's been at, at very high heights already. And, again, in my mind, he's got one more box to check off of really the highest high. I mean, again, the, you name your goals as any coach. It's going to be, you know, if you want to be a college coach, it's going to be a natty. If you want to be an NFL coach, it's going to be the, the Lombardi for sure. And he's that's the one thing that he's not done. Mm. And that would – if he can pull this off, that would be – Mightily impressive. Man, I'm I'm with you. I like this a lot, especially, as you noted, under center, Herbert. So here's the illustration that came to my mind when you sent me the text that Harbaugh is now the guy in Los Angeles. I'm. It's going to happen again. I'm going to say San Diego. It's just going to happen. Well, frankly, it should still be San Diego in my mind. You know, Whatever. In in my heart of hearts, the Rams are still in St. Louis and the Chargers are in San Diego. Big facts. Raiders, Oakland. Absolutely. Straight out of country. So, Harbaugh and the Chargers. So, this clown that was the head coach of the – I won't name names. Just go look it up. That was the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. I don't know what this guy was doing. Not sure he was equipped to be a football coach. Um, maybe I should I should give him some credit and say a head football coach. In game decision making, just not there. Now, no. Now you insert a guy Harbaugh, right? Who has proven himself at at both levels, as you pointed out, his San Francisco run. So I started thinking about what the Chargers had. Justin Herbert, okay, who. Has I don't think has reached his ceiling yet. I don't think he's in his peak years yet. I think he's only going to improve. Uh, I'm, a lot of people should be surprised that this last guy didn't ruin Herbert and that he even wants to be a charter still. Nonetheless, yep. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, shout out to your boy Joshua Palmer. Yeah. Hey, Samuel, who is becoming one of the better corners in the league. Khalil Mack. Don't they have Derwin James? Absolutely. think they still have Derwin James, yeah. Okay. So the Chargers, to me, when I think about some of these, these dudes on the roster, it's almost like a Ferrari, okay? You've got, you've got a, you've got a, um, a high-quality vehicle on the road. I don't know much about cars, and that's about to show. All right? <clears throat> I couldn't point out a Ferrari to you if, if I tried. So, but I know it's fancy, right? It's 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 it can go fast. It's got all these capabilities. It's it's like it's a hot rod, man. Like it's 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 great. But the Chargers yeah. are like a Ferrari without a steering wheel. Yeah. Now you insert Harbaugh, who knows how to drive it, who knows who knows what he's doing. So yeah. I, I went on a long rabbit trail basically just to get that. You're 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 putting somebody not only in the driver's seat who knows what they're doing, but they're installing the steering wheel uh, and, and, and basically telling this organization, here's how we're going to drive this thing. I would look for him to have success very early. Very, Absolutely. very early. He did it at Michigan. First year at Michigan, 2015. Pretty sure he won 10 games that season. First year in San Francisco, 13-3. and three. So... Why wouldn't he? All right. 
So 100%. You and I are both on the same page, sounds like, between this relationship, Harbaugh, and the Chargers. Now, you slipped it. You slipped it out. No sexual opponent in there. All right. <laughs> I hate this for college football. Hate it. Hate, hate it. it. The sport has been so good with Michigan being a premier program. You're talking about the all-time winningest team of all time. That's a double positive. Um <clears throat> And you're talking about this. The reason I hate it is because you get this guy in, in Harbaugh who's quirky. He's weird. You know, we said on one of the previous episodes that he's out catching balls with his players in gloves. And, you know, he rocks khaki pants with a shirt. And I'm pretty sure there was a moment in time where he was recruiting either a kicker or a punter. And he had a sleepover at his house. The guy's just, he's just kind of weird, man. He's quirky. But it's not so Dabo Sweeney cringy. It's you know what? It's it's one of those things where winning just kind of covers a multitude of sins yet again. But I don't expect, I really, really don't, for whoever they decide to move forward with, that is Michigan, to have this kind of sustained success that they experienced under Harbaugh. So I think we're losing two things. I think we're losing a great personality inside of the college college football world and we're going I'm not saying Michigan's going to fall a tier not not saying that they're headed for the dumps or the dynasty no, it's not a dynasty sorry that the run is over I'm going to be really surprised if they can replace him with somebody who can have his kind of success yes uh because because the success that that happened just this year and well no that happened the th the last three years that they've been in the playoff has been unconventional in regard to the sport well they've done it very old school they're not the newest flashiest shiniest offensive toy at the moment with the way that they've ran the ball um, you know they've proven that off that run running the ball and defense still wins championships they proved that just this year and that is going to be I think with with the combination of Harbaugh and what they lose personnel-wise. I mean, they were a very, very senior-laden team, super seniors, and they've already had a lot of their youngsters. Not that, you know, a junior is a youngster, but, I mean, they've had a lot of their juniors that were draft eligible declare. They're losing a ton. Now, they've also recruited in the same ballpark every year. It's They're not, they're not Georgia. They're not Alabama. But, again, they have filled their roster very nicely through the portal. They've done – absolutely fine in the high school ranks. It's just they're going to be losing now more than they've lost in years. So tall task if Harbaugh was returning. Perfect time for Harbaugh to leave, really, when you look at that, along with whatever else may come down the line with, uh, you know, with the NCAA. I'm not going to go as far as uh, the infamous ESPN employee who uh, roots very openly for Ohio State to say that these wins are going to be vacated. I don't believe that because the NCAA hasn't done squat to a blue blood in years. They've not done it. They had the chance to do it. They've had the chances to do it. They don't care. They turn a blind eye. They're incapable. Nothing's going to happen, right? But, again, Michigan loses so much on the field, their head coach. I would say that their staff, as long as they go the Sharon Moore out, which we'll get to in a minute, is going to stay pretty intact. Now, there were some talks that he might take uh, his defensive coordinator with him. But 
all in all, I would expect that there's a lot of opportunity here for it to stay rather intact and for them to attempt to just pick up the pieces, to take some transfers in the spring when it opens back up, and to see what they've got, the youngsters that have had plenty of playing time due to the nature of their wins, uh, you know, getting guys in the game, see what they've got, see what, if, if it's Jerome Moore, see what he's all about. Yeah, I love that you made this reference to this this Ohio State beat writer and who's basically so it, what it is. There's there's an Ohio State fan down here who I talk with pretty often, and he's like, "Listen, Harbaugh's all the stuff's about to get vacated," and I just I don't, I think you couldn't be more wrong. Hundred percent. The hammer came down on Miami because it was impermissible benefits. The NCAA proved that that's what they cared about. All right, Har- Harbaugh bought a burger once. He paid that price, all right? Yep. Stealing signs, technically not illegal. Technically. It's how they went about it that made them go, oh, hey, we're the NCAA. We should probably get control of this a little bit, even though what they're doing is not entirely illegal. Now, you could get into the argument of did they did they sell the signs to schools like South Carolina and stuff like that? Did 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 the did the research that they uh, attained make its way down? Then maybe you enter into another conversation. But let me ask you this, man: Cam Newton Auburn. What came of that? I think I think the trophy is still residing in Auburn, Alabama. Um, another trophy resides with Cam Newton himself, unlike Reggie Bush, only at that time five years before that. Is that correct? Uh, 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 ish, ish, yeah. Ish. Trophies are still in place. Okay. Well, what about wins are not vacated? Okay. What about Jameis in Florida State? Uh, you know, Jimbo's tried his hardest to embarrass himself, and he's done that, but that's about it. Everything else is right there in place. So what you're telling me, nothing is going to happen to Harbaugh in Michigan, is what you're telling me. Not a dang thing. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen because ultimately the NCAA doesn't care about it. Maybe if we were in the pre-NIL and pre-transfer portal world, maybe, maybe, but you you got caught stealing signs. J.J. McCarthy said that they do that but they've also had signs stolen against them. I've seen it happen on the high school sideline, but where I I have to stand in front of the offense coordinator who's giving signs. It happens. I don't like it. I think you should I think you should have some kind of integrity in the game. If if that's how you're going to play the game, then you you, you should probably find another occupation. I mean, yeah. just just to get some kind of leverage. But all that said, nothing's going to happen. Michigan will remain 20, 23 national champions. Harbaugh will will not have these wins vacated. He'll he'll be a three time Big Ten title champion. Uh, they're 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 not going to do it. They're they're no. not going to happen. The only way outside of what we just said that something might happen is if all these schools basically secede from the union that is the NCAA, start their own institution, backdate. You know, <laughs> um, uh, allegations and whatnot. And say, actually, we're not going to recognize you. But so, so all that said, it's nothing's going to happen. Absolutely, nothing's going to. Not a dang thing. Not a dang thing's going to happen. If you look at the last blue bloods to actually get hit, well, like you said, my, you've got Miami, where it was just rampant, impermissible, impermissible benefits. 
Um, Ohio State got hit in the sense that Jim Trestle walked away. Um, I think there was probably some disassociation there with what guys like Terrell Pryor were receiving while they were on campus. Alabama got hit, what, 20-plus years ago now? Um, At the time that they were a fraction of how profitable they are now for the sport. They were were on the way out of Blue Blood territory before they obviously re-entered it in dynasty, uh, dynasty fashion. Blue, blood, blue Bloods do not get hit. If you're profitable, you do not get hit, especially when it is sign-stealing and it's not what you were doing. Not that we'll ever see you know, another case about what you were doing to get players problem. You, may, you make reference to that Alabama suspension that they went through that Fulmer turned them in on. We're yep. coming up 30 years. Yeah. Coming Absolutely up, we are. Coming up in 30 years. Man, I'm getting old. All right, so we're getting old. Uh, what else is getting old is you not using Lauren Foster to uh, satisfy all of your real estate needs. If you're in the North Georgia area, make sure that you hit her up. Buying or selling a home, that's uh, that's a nightmare if you're doing it on your own. We tried to do it once when we were leaving Knoxville. Why would you ever leave Knoxville? That's the first question. Second question, why would you ever sell your house on your own? That's the second question. You don't want to do that. You got to get the right help. Lauren Foster, that is your girl. She's been serving in the North Georgia area in the Lake Lanier area for over five years. She's also a member of the KWC Million Dollar Club, meaning she's really good at selling your home or finding your dream home. She's certified, ready to serve Georgians all over Forsyth Hall and Dawson County. Contact Lauren Foster today. Lauren Foster 1 at kw.com, 770-480-8009. Appreciate Lauren being a proud sponsor of the podcast. Thank you very much. Let's get into the candidates for the Michigan job now. And something that I wanted to mention as we get into this is you talked about the 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 super seniors, the 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 senior heavy Michigan roster. Now we've got this thirty day window for the current Michigan uh, words players to enter the transfer portal if they so wish. And if Alabama is any kind of indication. It's just going to get worse for Michigan, all right? So the question is, if you are the Michigan athletic director, are you you trying to make this hire quick for that reason? Hoping you can convince these guys to stay? Or are you more focused on getting the right guy in there, potentially having some significant roster turnover? Yeah, and, and you talk about a job title that is only getting harder is athletic director, especially at a prominent program, one that is just, again, reaching heights that they've been at previously. Um, and, and I think that let – me, let me try to say this correctly. I think you could go wrong in either, in either fashion. If you go quick and you're like Sharon Moore, he's our guy, and that doesn't work out, you're looking at best case, you know, the guy after him, you know, I mean, that's hiring is, is very treacherous territory. Michigan has been down this road with Rich Rodriguez being the probably hottest commodity at the time he was hired. Brady Hoke, who was an alum who obviously wanted the job. You've been down this road of hiring and firing and you've been in the pits. Now you're back on top and you're trying to stay out of the pits and trying to keep yourself on top. 
let's say you open it up. We're going to do an exhaustive nationwide search. These are the words that athletic directors say uh, when this time comes. We're, we're going to exhaust every option. We're going to talk to a bevy of candidates. We're going to find the right guy. Okay, you do that. You're already losing the guys that we've talked about. You're losing your quarterback. You're losing your heart and soul running back. You're losing much of your offensive line that has paved the paved the highway to Indianapolis into the playoffs three straight seasons. You're losing many of these guys. If you take your time, you get the higher rot, maybe. Um, maybe you don't. You could lose a lot of these guys, you know, because they're gonna get they're gonna get tampered. Well, I guess it's not tampering if if they can I don't know. I don't know what tampering is and what's not. I mean, sometimes some guys are out here blatantly admitting tampering and, and nothing's gonna be done about that either. There you go. You know, you, like, like I'm saying, you can go wrong either way. So, Ward Manuel, you know, he, he was at the, the parade talking about we're working on an extension for this guy is how he worded it. Jim Harbaugh, of course, is who that was, who was out the door. I think, you know, I, I think all signs point to do to keeping this in staff, trying to keep what you have of your roster together. But, man, there are cons to both options, I think. Yeah, I'll agree with that. So, so with that said, that's that's going to take me right into obviously the, the the first candidate and Sharon Moore, and I'm going to slap this like a ninety percent chance that he's going to be the next guy. I think the yep. writing is on the wall for him to take this job. Michigan fan base kind of fell in love with him when he was thrusted into the interim head coach position for a hamburger and cheating. So we'll be surprised if he is not the guy. I will be disappointed as a fan if he is named the guy because it's just not a splash hire to me. whoop de doo whatever, you know, like let's turn this thing inside out and you go hire Mike Tomlin. <laughs> you know? I'd be here for that. You know, I'd be here for that. I kind of hey, if if there's ever a coaching carousel cycle that leads to that, <laughs> dude, it's this one. I mean, we've lost the GOAT. We've lost the current goat. We have it, – it's just been bananas. The The national championship winning coach waits, you know, what's it been, two, three weeks, and he's out the door. I mean, what a cares – like one returning one, – one coach that made the playoff returns to his team next year in Steve Sarkeesian, and two left the sport in, in Harbaugh and Saban, obviously. DeBoer, he'll be in Tuscaloosa. We know that. But it, it's been the wackiest cycle. It's been a college, you know, NCAA – 2014 cycle all the way around oh, where yeah. you're saying who and yeah. you're saying that guy is there yeah. and, and things like that are happening. Yeah. So if there's ever a time, now would be the time Michigan hires Pete Carroll as, as their next head. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. this is the one for that to happen. But I'm with you, man. All signs to me do point internal here. I, I think there's a lot of benefits continuity wise. I really do. I think you retain maximum players if, if you do that. Yeah. And he's obviously been a huge part of their success along the way. I want to say that as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, they were dormant before he got there. Struggle. Yeah, absolutely. As you pointed out, as you pointed out. But I love that you made the NCAA 14 reference because it kind of does feel like that in the sense, oh, you've just won the national championship. You're like, oh, you know what? Bump it. I'm out of here. I'm going to re go be rebuild Idaho. So yeah. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what it feels like. So, so you and I both think it's Sharon Moore. What I would like to do now from this point is go through uh, another list of names provided by ESPN straight off their website. And I just want to go through these, and I want to ask the question, why and why not? 
Okay. Why okay. it makes sense, why it doesn't make sense, you know, however you want to do that. So obviously we talked through Sharon more. We think it's it. So we're going to move on. I don't think that creates for fun conversations. So bump it. Let's move on. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about this candidate, Brian Kelly. Okay. Ready? No, yeah, go. Yeah, go, go ahead. All right. If we're saying 90% Sharon Moore, and I'm, I'm with you on that, you said it. I'm saying 10% Brian Kelly. Forget everyone else. We'll talk about them, but I'm saying it's 90 10 between those guys. Forget everybody else is, is, is currently my take. The reason I say this is because we've heard these murmurs and the speculation, I think they predating the national championship being played about if Harbaugh leaves, Brian Kelly is a candidate to, to wind up in Ann Arbor. Dude, you are at LSU. You are obvi- you, you made the move to LSU so that you could get a different caliber of athlete. You, you wouldn't have some of the restrictions that you face at Notre Dame. Right. Not only that, but every single LSU head coach dating back 20 years ago from this past season when Nick Saban won the title down there mm. has won a national title at LSU. And you're telling me that you're going to make that move from there, which I'm not, I'm not, not going to get into the, the ins and outs of which job is better right now because it's, it's debatable. But my God, is there a lot of pluses to say, staying in Baton Rouge? Um, I mean, dude. I, I just don't – I don't know why you take the risk. If, if you're Michigan, I don't know why you don't say, look at the continuity that we can preserve by, by keeping our guy who's helped us get to a national championship. And, it, again, if you're Brian Kelly, I don't know how you look at the factors surrounding LSU and say, yeah, I'm going to – you know, look, it, it's going to be it's, – it's not a total studs – rip the studs out rebuild. But there are there's going to be an uphill climb here. And, yeah – you bring some clout with your name, dude. He's been a head coach at, at a head coach in football for 30. Next year will be his 33rd season or 34th season. It goes back to 1991 at Grand Valley State. I looked this up today in, uh, in something else that caught my eye. Okay. He, he's done it for a long time. He's done some really nice stuff, but I just don't get it. I just don't get it because he's never delivered that, hard, that level of hardware. Now he's, he's only here in the last few years. I don't know that you can really count Notre Dame right now. Been at a place where you can reach that that level. It just doesn't make sense to me, but I am still saying 90% Sharon Moore, 10% Brian Kelly. Coaching Notre Dame in the 1900s and now are going to be very different. Much easier it's a di- to reach the ceiling once upon a time. Yeah. Brian Kelly – if I'm a Michigan fan, I don't want it. You used, you used to be my, you used to be my rival. You're 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 not quirky. You're untrustable. I think is the better word. And secondly, if I'm Kelly, if I'm Kelly, I'm going. Nick Saban just left. Yeah, and I've now got my hands only in the state of Louisiana. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. What what you just said, I, I just have to dive into it real quick. Nick Saban devastates Louisiana talent. Like he, he snatches yeah. up who he wants. Yes. Even Kirby Smart, as well as he's recruiting in Georgia, yeah. he doesn't really reach into Louisiana like that. Saban lived in Louisiana. Also, he coached there. He had yeah. he had old old pathways and old recruiting by lanes that he's been booching on for years and years. Right. Yep. Brian Kelly should be looking at that with, with saliva dripping <laughs> out of his mouth. He should be like, yeah. dude. One less obstacle. Yeah. 12-team playoff? Yes. 
Yeah. And you, you you're gonna you're gonna annual well, you're not you're gonna keep Georgia annually off your schedule is the way I should word that. Alabama's probably gonna stick. Auburn's probably gonna stick, but the ones that I don't know, I mean Texas, Georgia, Auburn's coming up. I mean, you can you can take over this conference real quick. Real quick. Real quick. And we'll move on. Brian Kelly, this next name really interests me. Lance Leipold. Lance Leipold, right. Why not, man? Yeah. Um, now, look, I, I'm a huge fan of Lance Leipold, what he's done at Kansas. Um, you know, Buffalo, talk about just mid middle of the mids, if you will. You know, that's just the level that they're at. And he did good work there. And he's brought better work to, to to Kansas than we've seen in a long time, if ever. Right. Again, though, I say, why take a chance? What if what if it just doesn't translate in an arbor? You know, I mean, I look at the what ifs of this situation with Lapple, even for him, because I believe he was mentioned quickly with the Washington job, if I'm not mistaken. When when DeBoer first went to Tuscaloosa, if I'm not mistaken, he was mentioned with that job, you know. And look, I do you, you know, you're not going to convince me that Washington, especially with what they're losing, even though Michigan loses a lot, is a better job than, than Michigan. But he seems like a loyal guy. I don't think – you know, he's obviously, I think, in the latter years of his career because he's been doing it for a long time. It took him a long time to even reach a level like Kansas to be found or what have you, to be brought up from, from the lower ranks that we've seen coaches operate in. And I, I just think there's too many what-ifs. I don't know – I think if you're Michigan – I think there's an ego hit sometimes when you hire from Kansas, whereas there might not be if you hire your national championship winning coordinator or LSU's head coach, things like that. But I think there could be a bit of an ego hit when you reach to, you know, Lawrence, Kansas. I do think it's more of a splash hire to hire Leipold than it is Brian Kelly, just because maybe so, yeah. Of the ceiling and the age and whatnot. I look at Leipold the same way I do Kelly and LSU. Oklahoma and Texas are gone out of the conference. They're out. Yep. Kansas has been trending since his arrival in Lawrence, Kansas. Yep. If I'm looking – I mean, you (laughs) – you can either go live in the shadow, right, of Harbaugh, or you can be a god in the land of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Facts. I mean, go to go to Ann Arbor, be like, you're not in Kansas anymore. Uh, okay, I'll stop with the references. Why? I, as a fan, I'm like, stay put. Let's see what you can do now at a place like Kansas. Like, we're talking about making NCAA 14 references. Here we go. Here's a cool shot. Here's a cool shot. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the next one here. Can't wait to see your face. If you're, uh, if you're listening on podcast, turn it off right now. Go check it out on YouTube. Because Michael's about to lose his mind. I have. I feel like I know who it is. Go ahead. Next name, Eli Drinkwitz. Okay, thank God. I, I thought it was going to be someone else, and I was going to probably take over my uh, my light, my iPad, everything. The whole room is going to you know flip the mattress, uh, punch a hole in the drywall. Eli Drinkwitz. My say- guess. I thought you were going to say Hopple. Oh no no. I, I, that's really where I thought it was going to be because. Let me, let me also throw this in. I do think Michigan would benefit from the one benefit maybe that we haven't talked about if you go outside Jerome Moore is 
considering how you do things. You know, it's going to be very tough to, to do things as you've done them unless Sharon Moore is just, you know, a goat in training or something like that, right? Yeah, Want to get that out of the way. Yeah. Eli, be my guest and hire the guy who's had one good year out of four at Missouri who has do it. rode coattails. He, he rode coattails at Appalachian State. Be, be my guest and hire this guy, okay? I'm serious. Do it. He paid. Hey, he beat Ohio State in the bowl game. You want to keep that going and, and do it with him? Be my guest. It is a travesty. Can't believe I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there. It's a travesty that he doesn't play Tennessee or anybody else in 2024. That schedule is it's it's not toilet paper soft. It's wet toilet paper that is probably already used in the toilet. That's how bad their schedule is. If you want to hire a guy that needs situations like that to thrive. Be my guest. Drinkwitz, he should want to crawl on, you know, broken glass to get to Ann Arbor. But if they went that route, dude, I would never let them live it down unless it worked, I guess. You know what, Drinkwitz? Swing for the fences, my guy. Go ahead. Let's Dream big, nerd. See what you're made of. Listen, and I'm going to end it on Drinkwitz because if I'm a Michigan fan, oh, dear God, no. No. Exactly. Harbaugh's quirky. Drinkwitz is stupid. <laughs> He's an idiot. I can't the show okay, I know I've referenced this a thousand times, but showing up in a Darth Vader costume and okay. Okay. UM Missouri and UM Michigan are are not the same. Very different tiers. Very, 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 very different. So I, yeah. I came across that name on ESPN. I thought, man, I have got to mention this. Now, there's another one that I saw and I went, okay, I don't totally hate that. Now, I hate it as a fan because you know how I feel about this particular school. But Chris Kleiman. Oh, man. Yeah, that, you know, for some reason, and, it, and it's probably just relating to the to their respective roster attrition, right? But I hate that less than I hate Lopel, than I hate Kelly. Obviously, I'm not a big fan of Kelly, period. But I, I am a fan of Lance Lopel. I'm a fan of Cliff, Chris Kleiman. Um, now, you look at him, he's also losing his, his quarterback because Ohio State moved all of their chips, every chip in the, the northern United States. They moved all those chips to the center of the table this year in the transfer portal. And Will Howard was caught up in that, right? And, and I, you know, I think if you want to look at it, they they could have done a lot more in 2023 for sure. So, and that's just whatever it is, play calling, personnel, whatever it is. They they had Texas beat, okay? They had them beat, and they they wet the bed in that whole sequence down there near the goal line, just atrocious. But for whatever reason, I hate that less than I hate Leipold. And again, I think that's a splash in terms of you know the the nature of this carousel in general. He's someone that in theory, is going to get you know taken from a place like Kansas State, in theory, and with the way that the game goes and with just how common coach firing is over nothing at times, you know, over a decent year at some places, right? Still, I think you go with, with, with your known commodity. I'm not backing off of my 90-10 that I stated earlier for Sharon Moore and, and Brian Kelly. I'm just not. And I think, yet again, there's a little bit of that ego that could come into play of we're hiring Kansas State's guy, and, you know, they've had some moments, like the one I'm talking about with Texas, where they could have done more. 
I, I think that's going to come into play, especially with coaches like Kleiman, like Leifold, not that they're the same age or twins or anything like that, but when they're older coaches and they're not the young, up-and-coming Matt Campbells of five and ten years ago when he was you know, doing things at Iowa State, um, I think there's ego hits with that, and, and I don't think that's a move. I don't think it is, it is either. As a fan, though, I would love to see it. The The game would would be one that I absolutely have to witness because Will Howard, quarterback under center, Ohio State, transferring from Kansas State, you put Kleiman at the helm at Michigan. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I think he would be successful. I think he'd be successful. I think it would be one of those things where – you know, they're really good for two years, they have a down year. Yeah. For a year or two, have a down year. And by down year, I mean eight and four. Yeah. Nine and three. Something like that. All right. The next name. I was going to set you up with a question, but I think I'm going to save that for the end. Next okay. name, Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell. Matt Campbell, baby. I like this guy. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, still has fields for for Brock Purdy. You ever see that video where it's Brock Purdy's senior day and Matt Campbell's out in the field crying? Is okay, yeah. I like Matt Campbell. He's winning at Iowa State. Yeah, I mean, I mean, a program that was that was a yeah. Gosh, dude, it, they showed Vandy how to Vandy before Vandying was a thing. Kind of is how bad Iowa State was. They were bad. Vandy. Right. Say what now? Just nouned and verbed Vandy. <laughs> which is which doesn't make a lot of sense when you talk about an academic institution. But oh man. I think Matt Campbell I think he's missed his window. I didn't he say out loud a few years ago that Ohio State or something was one of the only jobs he would consider leaving Ames for? That. Did he say that out loud? I don't remember that. Um, but what is loyalty I in the board anymore? Because Dabo Sweeney said the minute we start paying players, he's out, and he's still in Clemson. So what does <laughs> it mean? It doesn't mean anything. It, it doesn't mean anything. You're right. Um, and I think he, I think he named a couple – I don't know. He, I feel like he named where he would go a few years ago, which is crazy um, because you might never you know be good enough to, to get picked up by those schools, which, again, I think he's kind of missed his window to capitalize on – Seasons like he had with Brock Purdy, you know, the emergence of that program when they had been under the trash can, under the cellar of trash in this sport. And he brought them out of that. Very, very respectable. But I think he might have to now do it at like another place again to get opportunities like Michigan, like big SEC schools, like Ohio State, you know, if, if they ever move on from Ryan Day, whenever they do that for losing a coin toss, you know, is the is – the, things that, that he kind of gets crucified for. But I think he's missed his moment. I think it's been a couple of years now since he's really given – and look, losing Brock Purdy hurts. But it, since he's given us a season like he did, uh, you know, multiple times there, um, I just – I don't think now's the time and I don't think Michigan's the place for, for Matt Campbell. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you there. My question would be, can he recruit, which Michigan is going to be the most places that recruits itself, but can you recruit yeah. at a level – and Campbell is a coach who does a great job in, in developing talent. He does a lot with little. I would love, to, as a fan, I'd love to see him stay at a place like Iowa State. So I'm, I'm going to stick with you on that one. 
I'm going to throw another name at you without actually saying the name. And if, if I know you, you're going to be able to get this. Could we be rowing the boat in, in, in Ann Arbor? Again, man, just like Matt Campbell, PJ Fleck has missed his moment if he wanted to capitalize on the emergence of Minnesota football. Okay. He's, he's missed that moment. He, he's got to prove it to me again. Uh, he doesn't have to do, you know, he doesn't have to make the playoff at Minnesota or revive another similar program in order for me to say, okay, that guy can coach. And I think he can coach, but he's missed his moment. Either the right job didn't come at the right time for him along the way uh, from, you know, digging Minnesota out of the ground or, or whatever the scenario was. He's missed his moment. I, I need him to show me something else. That one is definitely an ego hit if you hire Minnesota's head coach who has, again, not consistently given us what he, he did, you know, a few times early on there. Um, that's an ego hit. I, you know, big big boy schools, they don't hire those guys. They they do care about those things, or I'm convinced that they do. And, again, not the right time. Michigan, not the right place. It makes you wonder, now that you have spoken on Matt Campbell and P.J. Fleck, if places like Iowa State and Minnesota are just kind of forever stuck in what they are now because of the transfer portal and whatnot. I mean, if you show that you can play at that level and you do really well – I think a lot of guys are going to use Minnesota, Iowa State as a stepping stone to get to a place like Michigan. And I'm not talking about the coach. I'm talking about the player. Yeah. I think you nailed it when you say probably missed his window for making a plunge like that. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Hey, one more name that I want to throw at you, unless you have another one. I saw this one on ESPN, and – I just can't make a lot of sense of it. I get why they why they listed it. That name is Ted Monken. Yeah, exactly. Ravens yeah, I mean, coordinator. And the only reason I can I, I thought it worthy to mention is okay, look what he did at Georgia. Look what he's now doing at the Ravens. And you've got that Harbaugh Raven relationship. Can that turn into something? Can Michigan be a benefactor of that? But I think there's a really big reason on why you don't pull the trigger on him, and it's really just his age. Yeah. He's got to be up there. But what's crazy, what's crazy is we don't think that same way with the Chargers hiring Harbaugh, who's right. 60. 60. Wow. That's crazy, right? I mean, honestly, he he aged he's aged a lot in the last – like he's aged thirty five years in the last fifteen is what I'm trying to say. Harbaugh, of course. Because yeah. I know this about Harbaugh, but he eats his his frosted flakes with blue Powerade. Bro, he's older than Todd Munkin. Todd Munkin's fifty seven. I just looked it up. Yeah, and and look, I think you just nailed it. I think Munkin has done some outstanding work with no matter what the case was, Georgia crossed the finish line with him, right? Uh you look at Lamar, and Lamar Jackson's got a little bit to prove. No, he's got a lot left to prove in the playoffs uh, because of the nature of their exits some year, especially in years like this year where they're the one, the two seed. They're, they're at home. They've got a bye, and he's playing. He's played MVP-level football. Well, he's got to cash that in with at least a Super Bowl appearance for me pretty quickly, or it's you know I'm going to be out on Lamar. But here they are again with a chance at you know in a conference championship game. Now they're facing – 
the Chiefs, who the the league loves, so many have loved. They're obviously super talented. We're not talking about the NFL. I'm just saying Munkin has done some great work. Sure. But I think they're, you know, it's equivalent or worse than nah, it's worse than to me because he, he's not been a, a college head coach recently. You could do better. You're gonna do better. Uh, you know, maybe in an emergency, if you were if you weren't coming off of a natty and Harbaugh got fired because of the NCAA crap or, you know, whatever, maybe you fall to a guy like Todd Munkin, and I think you could do worse, like I'm saying. But you're going to do better than that because you're either going to have some some real continuity from what you've already got. You're you're going to hire a guy who's just been all up in the playoff and Brian Kelly who hasn't crossed the line yet. Um, and I think that's where you're going to be. Fair enough. Man, I have nothing to add to the Ted Monken bit. You, you, you nailed that. I want to do a couple of things here before we land the plane. First thing is I want you to look at this Harbaugh departure through the eyes of Jonathan Smith. Man, you know, I heard. Let me set you up. Let me set you up. Let me set you up. Let me okay. set you up. All right, so you get hired at Michigan State from Oregon State. You've, you've done really well at Oregon State. The Washington job comes open. It's rumored that you're upset that you've now taken the plunge to Michigan State. Now that the Washington job is open. But then Harbaugh, national championship rival right across the way there, is gone. If you were upset that you missed the window for Washington, how are you feeling now that Harbaugh's gone? Can Michigan State be some beneficiaries to his departure? You know, uh, what does that mean for those guys? So what are your thoughts on that? I almost feel bad for the guy. You know, when when word gets out that you're, uh, you know, that you jump too soon and Washington came up, and you're disappointed. You've got to be disappointed now. And again, this things like this are attributed to the timing of Saban's retirement, and and now the timing of Harbaugh finally making the move. When many have talked about it like it's been done for a month or, or two or three weeks, right? The timing has absolutely been killer. Now, Jonathan Smith is the opposite of PJ Fleck and Matt Campbell. Uh, he, you know the sharpest of inclines in his trajectory, right? I mean, Oregon State, that's another team among your Iowa States and Minnesotas that, again, he went and he did work with, right? I mean, they were – we talked about their how they, how they won games. They were balanced. He got he got good football out of DJU, and, and Clemson wasn't able to do that with a much more talented roster. Um, they weren't able to do that. And I almost feel bad for the guy. Like I'm saying, I almost feel bad that, that Washington came open because I think that would have been a, a really dynamic fit. Not that they can't do well with Jed Fish, whether it's it may take, again, a couple of years to, to build back from what they've lost. But I, I, I think the worst thing for the sport, because we do need candidates that, that coach good football and provide good teams, I think the worst thing for the sport would be if he goes to Michigan State like he's done and we know now that he, he wishes he's got some FOMO he wishes he could have had one of these other jobs that have opened up, and you know he just falters. He he does nothing. Maybe he gets fired. I don't know. Uh, nothing ever comes of it, or at best he's you know whatever. Because Michigan State is not Iowa State pre Campbell or Minnesota pre Fleck. Maybe they're whatever Michigan State's version of that is, and they just go nowhere. And you kind of look at Jonathan Smith. 
uh, as a wasted candidate at that point in time. You know, he's he's going to have to do it again in order to work himself up to bigger and better jobs, which is not great for the sport. But there's always going to be guys hired and fired. I mean, it's 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 not a matter of they're, they're going to be there. You know, coordinators are going to be poached. Things are going to happen. So I think it's unfortunate. I almost feel bad for the guy. Um, you're a lot higher on Michigan State than I am. I just don't have much for him at all. So I don't feel bad for them, but I do feel bad for Jonathan Smith. It's just a crush on Michigan State. That's all it is. It's just a crush. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that you still feel bad for Jonathan Smith even with the departure of Harbaugh? It is a benefit for him, no doubt, that that Michigan is going to have some – all right, look, they're going to lose somebody in the portal. They may not get Alabama or Washington, but they're going to lose some people to the portal because no matter who the coach is, the player signed to play with that head coach. Somebody's going to leave. Whether they do it on their own, whether they get an offer that they just can't refuse, whatever it is, players are going to leave. It's going to benefit Michigan State. But when I, when I, when I value – you know, a school like Washington more than I do Michigan State. And, you know, we all know, I think, what it's like to be in a place that you – that I'm not going to say that you don't want to be because he did take the job. But when you could be at X, Y, or Z and you're stuck where you're at, I know how that feels. Um, but he does stand to gain, of course, for Michigan taking a hit, even if it's not a massive roster hit or whatever. You know, they, he stands to gain from that for sure because I think he is a good coach. Okay. All right. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Looking forward to that Jonathan Smith time in East Lansing. Now's the time to start trending up and capitalize on the state of Michigan. My guy, the Big Ten, the Big 18 is trending up. It is trending up in a major way. Um, While some might say, I don't know if anybody would actually say this, but the SEC loses a legend and, you know, the Big Ten adds a strong organ. They add a now, uh, a runner-up Washington, even though they've got some issues to fix now. The Big Ten is trending in the right direction. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to use that to segue into my last little question here for you as we continue to revolve this conversation around Michigan. <clears throat> I want you to come at this question extremely objectively, all right? All right. In the same way that you and I think – that Oregon and Washington, as you were talking about, belong in the Pac-12. In the same way that you and I think that Mizzou and A&M and Texas and Oklahoma belong in the Big 12. Okay? That type of dictatorship mentality, if you were given commissioner rights to the NCAA and say, no, no, you're not moving, you're going to go over here, this is what you're going to do, right? Because I'm going to dictate you. Who do you want in Ann Arbor, who do you want? Okay. Not, not what was the best, but like, what do you like? What makes sense in your mind? What do you want? How would you control that? Okay, let me let me think this through real quick. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go just for as long as I can stall here before I give you my answer, and that's about right now. Um, ah, dude, call me crazy, right? Okay, but, but I'm serious. I'm not I'm not just sticking to my ninety ten thing. I'm not doing that. I'm not looking out for the couple of. New- Michigan fan buddies that I've got. I'm not doing that. But I, I really do think what I want to see, it, there's there's two things I want to see. I want to see Michigan remain at a very high level. The sport needs it. We don't need, and, and obviously, like we just talked about the who the Big Ten is adding, but we don't need one team. We certainly don't need it to be the Buckeyes running things in that conference. It's not what I want to see, right? No, I don't think that's what we need to see either. We need that competition. 
We need that rivalry to be hot and heated and, and give us great games. Not that it hasn't. Um, I want to see Michigan remain at a high level, but I, I think I want to see Sharon Moore be the guy to do it. I think about just his sheer emotion after that Penn State game. I think about, you know, other times that, look, I mean, look at Phil Former. I mean, he was he was an assistant before he took over the job. Look at all these factors. And, and look at my disdain for Brian Kelly that I've got while I have this. I'm not going to say it's a crush. I just think I kind of like Michigan. I don't want to see him there. I, I would, even though it's not a splash, like we talked about, it, it's the writing's all over the wall. Give me Sharon Moore. Okay, all right. I'm going to throw a name at you that's actually not one that we talked about. I believe he was just a position coach on this Michigan roster. Uh, Mike Hart. Okay, heck yeah. Not going to happen. They're not going right. to. But he's the Michigan man, right? He is the one who talked about Michigan State being the little brother before yep. Michigan State went and did what they did to them for so many years. Everybody loves that Michigan-Ohio State rivalry. I think it's – hang on, what are my words here? I really, really love that Michigan-Michigan State rivalry. I really, really love that one. I would love for Mike Hart to get hold of that job, make some stupid reference, and then struggle. <laughs> I would root for Mike Hart. I loved I loved him as a as a as a college football player. I root for his success. I like him, but man, I would love to see uh, that Michigan Michigan State rivalry go back and forth. And I'm not saying Mike Hart would be the result of that. I would just like to see a, a guy that I watched, you know, post high school, take over that job. I think that'd be fun. Be a lot of fun. So, you know, I almost asked uh, just uh, just to really think about and and for us to discuss. I almost asked earlier, and, and obviously this answers the question. Of is there, I'm not going to say is there a Michigan Deion Sanders because there's really only one Deion Sanders. Obviously, every school's got great alumni, but I was gonna I was gonna try to find a way to ask is there a former player that we're maybe not thinking of that that you know could that could step into a role. And I'm with you. I think Mike Hart has at at most been a position coach, uh, and obviously we don't think he's in position to take this job right now. Uh, but he does at least answer that question of if there is a Michigan football player you know that's that stands to to take a head coaching job i don't think we're gonna see even florida state if they had an opening would they really today hard to understand you know but it does at least answer that question if it's not mike hart to answer that question it's got to be cadillac williams <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be cadillac. give me cadillac williams in ann arbor all day give it to me <laughs> all day Shout out to New Girl. So, hey, that's going to be uh, it. That's going to be all. I can't talk. You can tell how long I've not been doing this. That's going to be all for today. Thanks for tuning in on this episode and talking Michigan with us. Your 2023 national champions. That's not getting vacated. It's going to stick. It's going to be around a long time. We have on deck, we're going to get together. I'm not sure how we're going to do this yet, but we're going to figure out where – that 2023 Michigan Wolverine National Championship team falls in line with your other national championships of the champions of the past uh, of this century, I believe is what we'll do. So be on the lookout for that. It's something that I really, really want to talk about because it's just fun and objective. Thanks for hanging out with us and having some objective conversation. Jim Harbaugh is headed to San Los Angeles to take over the Chargers. 
And we're going to have a new man in Michigan soon. Will it be a Michigan man? Mike's hair continues to grow. You continue to push like and subscribe. We thank you so much for hanging out with us. We love you guys. God bless. Go Vols. Jimmy O. Pandemonium reigns.